Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Wrestling Godfathers Podcast. I am Don Mystic, and I'm here with Dirty Don Don. I wonder who that's a spoof off of. Um, <laughs> you may have noticed that we did not have a podcast last week. They probably didn't because they ain't nobody listening. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, that's true. But like, uh, the, to all the people not listening, if you did notice, by some miracle of God... <laughs> I, what can I say? Boy Mystic was uh, under the weather. He had to work because, you know, the bills ain't going to pay themselves. That's kind of right. Like, and Dirty Don Don was doing Dirty Don Don stuff. I was yeah, doing heel so, shit. Doing but, heel hey, shit. 100% my fault. I mean, I was under the weather. I had to work. And something had to suffer. And, unfortunately, it was podcast in this scenario. But, anyways, you ready to get into it, man? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, because we, we had a lot of stuff happen, obviously. Um, first thing is a man by the name of Adam Copeland. Oh, the rated R Adam Copeland? The rated R Adam Copeland, because fucking WWE does have the freaking rights to Edge, but they <laughs> do not have the right to his theme song. And the rated R superstar. And although they did have to switch up the who you think you know me part for, I guess. I don't know. Well, well, they very well could have been uh, someone who they do have uh, license over said that part. You know what I mean? Or it could be that part could have been composed in house. Maybe. And the, the, the uh, and, what can be said is that you still get that you think you know me. You just now Beth Phoenix says it on his new, uh, on his new, uh, yeah, because his theme song is a real song. It's not like I don't think it's a WWE original, yeah. But anyway, so the point is, Mr. Adam Copeland showed up on uh, AEW at yeah. uh, a Wrestle Dream, uh. I think a lot of people saw this coming. I mean, maybe not at Wrestle Dream, but like uh, people saw that he was probably going to move to AEW. He wasn't done with his career. Maybe WWE. I'm not sure if WWE tried to keep him, but it, 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 you hadn't heard anything about him. They took him off of WWE's roster and then showed up at AEW. This wasn't that big of a surprise. No, um, this is uh, uh, this is the best way to break this down. Uh, Adam Copeland's profession is wrestling. People want to be paid to do their profession. Um, so by switching companies, he now can be paid to do what his profession is, which is to wrestle. Um, I don't know if he even had the he was going to have a full on last run at, at WWE. I kind of have a feeling they were moving on from him, not because he's not valuable, but because you can only have so many legends. I'm going to put in quotations and not because they're not legends, but just for lack of a better term, legends, hall of famers, you can only have so many doing a, a last run thing. And right now they went with Cena. Right, mm-hmm. seen as in he's doing a few months back at the company. I don't even necessarily think it's line. think about if you think about it like this. Most of those legends contracts are pretty much as much as a regular wrestler is making, like a regular top tier wrestler. Uh, yeah, making, but I don't even but I don't though even, they're like not yeah, full yeah, time. Right, but so you can only be, have so many of those on the right. books. Yeah, and I Edge mean, wants to. I'm sure Edge wants to be in the ring doing storylines on TV. And that's probably the one thing he wasn't being offered at WWE. And he made the right choice for himself, right? Yeah, or, I think I think there was also a level of he wanted to work with his – We, it's pretty well known that Christian yeah. Cage is his, one of his best friends. So yeah. he probably wanted to work with his friend one more time. I think there was a, a – that yeah, played a true. role in it. I think maybe he wanted more time in ring – which he's going to get in AEW. I mean, they just lost CM Punk, so they're going to have some time to fill. So Yeah, I don't see this as a negative at all. I mean, for Edge, this is the right move to make at the right time because he's not going to get a last run for whatever reason or a last full-on 
run uh, at WWE. He sort of came back. Um, he proved he could get back in the ring again. He had some really good matches with Randy Orton, and he launched the best faction since DX, uh, the Judgment Day, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, and then he unfortunately got hurt, and that you know cost him time. And then uh, had a WrestleMania match, and then it was hurt, was on the shelf for a while, came back, got to do a show in Toronto. And then uh, I guess they, according to reports, well, obviously I don't know how, you know, how true this is or not, but one of the guys he wanted to wrestle was Sheamus, and they gave him the main event on SmackDown and allowed Edge to, in essence, sign off from WWE and in good light. And now he's in AEW, and who knows? This could be a year-long run, maybe a two-year-long run. I don't see it being any longer than that because, I mean, dude is 49 or 50 already. I forget which. I think he's that old. Or was that Rey Mysterio who's 49? Nonetheless. He's uh, not young. Let's put that Yeah, yeah, he's not young. In in wrestling terms, he's not young. He's still pretty young. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I could see him putting together – a solid year and year or two in AEW working with his friends. And I, I don't see a big deal as to why that's a, a bad thing. Um, mm-hmm. I did see some online, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, clapbacks or whatever of people being frustrated that he would jump ship. But I'm also like, you know, he's not jumping ship in an effort to, you know, to like downgrade his former employer he's really going for an opportunity for himself so this isn't a a situation where he's like you know i'm leaving wwe because i hate it and i want to punish everyone there no i think he's this is 100 percent hey i'm leaving wwe because i can't get my last run there plus maybe i want my last run to be with my buddies and my buddies are in a different company so Mm-hmm. I just want to end it with those who I started with, you know. So yeah. very, yeah, it's a cool deal. Good for Edge. Right? Yeah, and um, Adam Copeland, our super. I just want to throw out there that, like, yes, he doesn't have any uh, animosity with the uh, with WWE, but like, I also want to put out there that this might be you've heard of a win win situation. This might be a win 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 situation where. Edge gets to work with the people he wants to work with. He gets to work probably a little bit more to where, like, uh, he just work more and he probably wants that. And so that's a win for Edge. Yeah. You got AEW, win for them. They get a new, uh, like, superstar that has a lot of name recognition. A lot and, of cachet. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get WWE, and a lot of people might not realize this, but you, they, they get, they got a farewell like match with a really good superstar who got to go out on his own terms and they got to take his, uh, take a, take a guy off the books who they weren't probably weren't going to use that much anymore. So yeah. I really and do think this is, this is wins all around. Yeah, and when edge is fully 100% hangs him up, um, I oh, would not be shocked. Well, I would not be shocked seeing him uh, doing things for WWE Oh, I wouldn't uh, be shocked either. Like know, a I mean, commentary, maybe like a, definitely like WrestleMania week. Yeah, like you, you'll see him around. I mean, yeah, he, like, let's not forget his wife is te- like at least for now still in WWE. Yeah, um, and that's not even uncommon right now. There's a lot of yeah. one partners in one company, the others in the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I was gonna say Rob Van Dam, right? Yeah, he's literally, he did that. He did that uh, part. He's part of the SmackDown Raw redraft. And then two weeks later, he's actively wrestling for AEW. Rob and him is kind of crazy like that, but it's all good because Rob's doing what Rob does, which is he's kind of friends with everybody. He's not, you know, you pay him, he'll show up. Uh, like, I I don't think I've ever heard many people, like, talk bad about Rob Van Dam. No, I, I haven't either. Uh I don't hear anyone talk bad about Rob Van Dam. No, him and he is pretty much. I don't hear anyone talking bad about him, but he's very strong-willed. I've heard oh, him yeah. in a bunch of shoot interviews, and uh, you know, Rob is. Uh, 
Rob is Rob's Rob. A, yeah, Rob is Rob. Yeah, he has no problem going from one company to another if if that's where he feels and he best utilized. I want to say this: like, I have no like uh, animosity towards this man. He's doing like going from one company to another. It's always good to have more than one company. Because that that means that the uh, wrestlers have a way to make more money, and I mean at yeah. that, and when the wrestlers make more money, they're more motivated, and when they're more motivated, they put on a, they tend to put on better matches, and that thus the the quality for the uh, consumer gets yeah. better. Yeah. So I mean, the only that's people, how the theory goes. Yeah, that's why you don't want a monopoly because the. When it comes to monopolies, the only people who win in monopolies are the people who own the monopolies. <laughs> but kind of uh, like EA Sports and sports video games. Oh, good lord! Don't even get me started on that shit. But um, yeah. So um, congratulations to Adam Copeland. Yeah, Edge, yeah whatever you want to call rated R superstar. You think you know me, <laughs> um, Mister? You think you know me? <laughs> whatever you yeah. want to call him. But uh, yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there because I'm happy for the dude. And yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's not a, not a, um, I don't know. Uh, to me, it's not a big, oh my god, can you believe type thing. It's more like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I and I'm again, I'm happy for him. I, I'm happy he's getting a bit of a bag. He's gonna get uh to work with his friends. He's and like yeah. it, it really is a triple win. I mean, yeah. And you don't get to see those too often in this business, no. and it's good to see. Anyway, next up, we got yeah. next up, we got <laughs> Dirty Dom. Yeah. But um, this is not what I would call good news for Dirty Dom. Um. So what I, I, I well, I mean, like, so basically, what happened was I can't remember which show it was on, but basically, Finn Balor was like supposed to kick a ref, like out on their way out, right? Okay, and, and that was actually part of the uh, part of the show that was supposed to happen, and then uh, Dirty Dom. Got a little like overzealous. <laughs> let's, let's go that way. And uh, he also kicked a ref. And um, that was not in the script. And I mean, not for nothing, when it comes to like wrestling, they're, going off script is a no no, but hurting or like, like hit, making physical contact when you're not supposed to make physical contact with a referee is a huge no no. That's a no. You don't want to do that. But um, so there are people talking and saying that maybe his like him losing the NXT title was like uh, punishment for what happened there. It could be, but uh, I, I mean, I, let's let's face facts. WWE has done some much worse things as punishments in the in the past. Yeah, but, but, but let's also look at it. Look, all right. So first of all, um, I don't even know. Did he? He got overzealous, kicked a referee. And um, I think I think I I want to add in there. I think I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, so I don't want anyone to quote me. I don't. God forbid this be the freaking clip that actually goes viral, and, and I'm yeah. completely wrong. But like, I think the uh, the ref might have hurt his hand, like when. When Dom kicked him, or something like that. But whatever. no, I, I I I can understand that. I also am like some fucking jerk off referee. Uh, no <laughs> offense, but they're the they're the fucking they're the a, a, of the people in the ring. The referee is the least important to the crowd. In to the home, crowd, yes, but that, he, the, that doesn't mean he's I'm not. not no, no, no. He, well, he is the least important person in the ring because uh, he's not the one performing at least performing that you're invested in. Now, do the referees help keep time and help keep moving the match and safety and all that? Yes. So I'm not saying that they don't do a valuable service. I'm just saying um, uh, fucking anonymous-ass ref gets kicked. Uh, sorry, not sorry. I mean, <laughs> I guess maybe no, Dom I mean... should have, Dom should have, I guess, apologized. But, like, what are we talking about here? 
What are we fucking talking about? We, like, We're WWE. talking about assault, sir. <laughs> assault oh. and battery. Oh, yeah. It's a deadly from, uh, weapon. Have you seen his foot? <laughs> it's oh, a big besides, ass foot. Anyway. Oh, 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 besides his 6'2 six, six frame. This is um, not a Ray Mysterio foot, all right? <laughs> no. Oh, Ray's this is a Dom, dirty Dom foot. <laughs> a dirty Dom foot. Now, here's the thing, though. So, okay, so he did drop the uh, NXT title at the pay-per-view on Saturday. So that did occur, but he won it back earlier tonight on NXT. Um, See, so I, was, I need to start watching NXT. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was fully invested because uh, Rhea put that stipulation last night on Raw where if he didn't win it, um, she said, don't bother coming home. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, he Mommy better win this. Oh fuck it. Mommy is pissed. She was. Uh her return was electric though. Her return on Raw last night was just uh fan fucking tabulous. That mm-hmm. uh, was fan fucking tabulous. Uh everyone popped, I popped, we popped, y'all popped. It was great. Anyways, back to Dom. Now when you uh, say popped. What, what uh, is okay, okay. just make sure, just make sure. Um, yeah, I'm talking about. So, I mean, I'm sure some guys popped in a different way. Oh, I'm sure there's some horn <laughs> dogs were like, Oh, women's wrestling, oh, oh. and then some uh, champagne shot out of nowhere, yeah. And then, but most of us were like, Oh, the women's champion's back. Uh, anyways, so back to Dom. Look, um, could he have been in trouble? Sure. Could have dropping the title at the pay-per-view been the punishment? Sure. Um, But here's the thing, and I think you'll agree with me on this. Some guys have put themselves in position in a company to where the rules, they still apply to them, but there's way more leeway. Oh, yeah, yeah. If um, John Cena would have done that, ain't no one going to say shit. Yeah, and here's the thing, like, even if it was a punishment, like, let's face facts, uh, Dom doesn't need the belt. He's going to get the heat, well, but like, he, one way or another. No, right, but that's the point is, I heard speculation online, I don't even want to name the name of the video I watched, because I was like, it's just stupid, but um, <laughs> their narrator uh, was like, he possibly could be facing... Uh, suspension and time away from the company and i was like so the, i was like so you're telling me literally the hottest heel wwe currently has in terms of heat in terms of crowd reaction in terms of dude just every the, time he talks he's right. drowned out by booze yeah that's completely. that's how under the skin he is like yeah. of the common fan yeah oh completely i mean it was Compare I, that I, to who, who's gonna take his to like who's gonna take his place? Austin Theory, who like when he comes out, crooked start fucking chirping. Right, right. I mean, but that's my point: is you have the hottest heel in the business, and it's not like he molested anybody. He wasn't fondling anyone in the back. He wasn't doing line. That come from? No, but I'm saying what he did. His 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 crime was getting too carried away on TV to add a little more stink on his character and accidentally kicked a bitch-ass referee (laughs) who fell over because he wasn't expecting it. So, I mean, like, I'm going to go ahead and and say, like, if Dominic wasn't as over then as he currently is, then I could be like, oh, there there could be trouble. Like, if this were Ibar from fucking uh, Super Vikings or whatever they're fucking called, Right. Uh, yeah, he, 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 he might have gotten suspended, but like, yeah, that that, that might be something because no one makes fucking noise for him. If it were fucking Champa, no one gives a shit. Uh, I know Champa fought for the Intercontinental title uh, last night, but but like, no one thought he was gonna win it. <laughs> a nobody thought he was gonna win, it, and the arena was fucking quiet during his entrance both times for the contract signing and his entrance to. Uh, uh, wrestle with Gunther. So, and can I can I just say one thing about Champa? Like, al- although he's not doing very well in WWE right now, I think that's all has a lot to do with the way WWE has booked him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's not a, it's not a knock on him. No, no, no. Because he me, he had good heat in, in NXT. I'm yeah, let me, let me let me clarify. What I'm saying it's it's how he's currently being booked. At least 
up until last night. I mean, he got the main event of Raw, got against Gunther, uh, Johnny. Gargano I think that had more Raw. to do with like some people being out, but no. Well, yeah, I've noticed whenever they come to the West Coast, uh, it's only a partial crew that comes to the West Coast. They never yeah. bring 100% of everyone unless it's a pay-per-view, right? Um, so, but so WrestleMania, but, get your ass to fucking San Francisco again because yeah. oh, I want yeah. to see it again. <laughs> exactly, but the uh, but my point is like Champa, who maybe they're positioning to put some shine on, right? Be, because of last night's happenings. Um, you know, if he kicked the ref, I could see a more severe punishment. I could see it. But somehow I'm like, I don't know, on the list of wrestling fouls, this doesn't strike me as high on the list. This is not, I mean, they didn't and notice. And when we talk about how the rules don't always apply to everybody, JBL uh, literally suckered the shit out of the blue meaning. And, uh, and his only punishment was um a receipt from fucking Stevie Richards, right? That was it was a pretty <laughs> vicious receipt though. <laughs> it's funny because I, I was watching Stevie Richards YouTube channel and he claims that that was not a receipt and that before their match uh, JBL told them to lay in the chair shot. Um however I don't know, man. He just fucking brutalized that fool, and <laughs> it felt like a receipt. Is all I'm saying. So felt like story, a concussion is what it felt like. <laughs> but I mean, so long story short, uh, if Dom is is in trouble, so to say, um, he, he, you would WWE would have to be massively retarded, or excuse me, massively stupid. <laughs> To uh, that's not a kosher word anymore. Massively <laughs> stupid to uh, to suspend their. They would have to down a couple chromosomes. To yeah, shit. Or yeah, I just, a, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure how hey, that works. Is it up well, a couple I tell you what, right now. Well, I tell you what, right now. If I'm not on next week's podcast, ladies and gentlemen, it's because you of know. what I just said. <laughs> I, well, I dropped the hard for you, sir. Lucky, luckily for you, sir, no one watches. It I know, because the ones they do, I'm gonna have to serve a week suspension. I, that dude, comment. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's not. That's nowhere near the worst shit we've said on this podcast. <laughs> Don't so worry. If, about if people are listening to this podcast, because we got a couple like on like audio listeners. Like, I don't think they give a shit. <laughs> don't give a shit. They're like, these two fucking buffoons. Or they're like, or they're like, you know, 10 years old and we're just teaching them new words that they can use yeah. at the school. If you're listening to this podcast and you're 10, you're going to get mm-hmm. some fur on your nuts pretty soon because of the amount <laughs> of dumb shit we speak. But my point is, uh, long, long story short, uh, Dominic, whatever trouble he's in, shouldn't even be that much because it wasn't even that serious of a thing. Uh, ref hurt his hand. Boo, fucking who? So sorry. WWE just made one point something billion dollars. They could surely pay for a doctor for a uh, limp-handed ref. So, I mean, like, uh, I this is such a... Oh, God, this was pissing me off. Dude, I'm like, really? Really? We're talking about in the industry where, you know, we literally have, like I said, guys suckering each other in the ring, like Lumini. And JBL oh, oh, dude, you, you know the worst I mean, like, I mean, receipt I've ever seen? trouble for helicoptering his dick at flight attendants and molesting people on an airplane. Like, <laughs> I mean, come the fuck on. This is, like, way small apples compared to that shit. Yeah, yeah. But, um, fucking but, DX, Sean Waltman shitted. In, oh, yeah, oh, you go. The, the worst one, you remember when that kid, I can't remember his name, almost fucking broke uh, Kurt Angle's arm and tapped him out? Oh, and then, and then the like, and then, and then they, like, they had, I think it was three or four guys, Eddie Guerrero, I think it was, uh, might have been Chris Benoit. It was um, Eddie, uh... I want to. I want to say Holly. Holly, definitely Holly. Holly was Eddie, it? Uh, wasn't Benoit? Yeah, I think it was Benoit, or yeah. is either Benoit they or Dean Malenko? And or... they they were like taking turns, just slapping the shit of that <laughs> they poor just kid. The, they just beat the dog shit out. Yeah. Now that's a, but then once again that poor kid we don't even know that poor kid's name because he didn't have an, a name at least yet in the business, and. um and here's and, the thing. And and he, what his rule what he did was uh um he he a he didn't just go off script, he almost took out a top guy. 
he he almost hurt it because he was about to like break that guy's arm. Yeah, but but here's my problem. Like, I think Kurt Angle actually went off script as well because he was just supposed to like uh like. Hey, but but okay, but yeah, but we're still talking about Kurt Angle and some jabroni. You know what I mean? Like this is true. But, like he, he, but dude, Kurt Angle went off script, and then he went off script. But like, like to me, that was like way over the top what they did to that poor kid. They, oh yeah, they oh slapped yeah, his ass right out the business. Oh yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, it was over the top. They just beat the shit out of him. So, but for I mean, Dominic, don't get me wrong, I was still laughing my ass about it. But like, I mean, it was still kind of fucked up. Exactly, but my point is my long big point is uh, for this story is referee lies don't matter. (laughs) Well, no, it's like, look, sorry, ref, but this is the hottest heel in the business. Um, fuck your feelings. Uh, (laughs) sorry, Adam, I'm sure he apologized in the back, but there needs not be punishment over this. Uh, Come on, yeah, yeah, you know, like you know, squeeze, squeeze one of those little hand things, get your game back together, and just you know. WWE knew damn well well that uh, Stone Cold might have a drinking issue. They knew damn well that Sean might have a drug issue. (laughs) And they knew, WWE knew damn well that Scott Hall had a drug issue. And for the most part, they turned blind eyes to it. You know what I mean? Until they turned a blind eye to the hand. (laughs) But, but, But here's the thing they turned blind eyes to guys that were making them money and were crowd favorites. They seem to not have that same level of patience if you're, you know, brand new to them. Like when Sabu got arrested for, um, I don't even know if he got arrested. He just got pulled over and had some marijuana in the car. Uh, he and Rob Van Dam got in a lot of trouble, but they're not. W- a lot of that has to do with the fact they're not WWE originals. And even though RVD had clout in WWE, Sabu never did. So, yeah, their punishment was more than what Dom's would be. So, yeah, yeah. I think we're good. I, I think, think we beat good. the. I think the horse is dead, and we're just beating a carcass. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, go beat your carcasses. Says. But damn, Dirty Dom's looking dirty good right there. Dirty Don Don. Ladies and gentlemen, my producer is in my ear telling me that my co-host or the literal host of the show has gone radio silent. Um, we are working with our backstage staff to fix his audio issues. Oh, really? Are we? And Yeah, well, there he goes, ladies and gents. He is back on. Thank you. Uh, testing, thank you. testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. You got the green light. Our, for those that don't know, our producer and audio technician, uh, Alfredo DiLorenzo. Um, <laughs> Alfredo, <did a> ma- <laughs> Alfredo <laughs> DiLorenzo. Yes, he is. And uh, what was the name? Real Nuncio or Enzio or what was Enzio Amore? Or? Yeah, yeah. His yeah. cousin right there. <laughs> Could be. They're both Italian. All right. Although I think Nunzio might be or Enzo, Enzo, whatever, uh, might be fake Italian, but whatever. Well, you know what? Alfredo uh, Di Viscaino is not fake Italian. God damn. No, it. he is not. He's pasta, but he's not a fake Italian. <laughs> that sir. That motherfucker is from Olive Garden. All right. <laughs> you are being discriminatory, and I will not take this. Hey, hey, hey. Was I the one who said the R word or? <laughs> Well, now you're saying the R, R as in, uh, I don't know. I'm on, It's not really being a racist. It's more like just being uninformed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, oh. we got some news that uh, the hell's LA Knight doing? LA Knight. Yeah. Well, what's he doing? Why is he holding LA Knight? What is he? Is he staring? Did you not see SmackDown? No, he's no, holding. He, he had just signed the uh, contract to be no, Johnson's no. partner. Yeah, but he's holding the contract. Kind of looks like he's going to jerk it off. Like, but who's he? He's staring at the crowd. Someone almost said something in the audience. He's staring at John Cena, moron. You can't see me, moron. Is a long joke to be like you can't. Wait, see is it, that the joke? 
Yeah, because you can't see John Cena. Get oh it? my god, dude! <laughs> you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Oh, no, you're an idiot for not getting that. Oh yeah, why would think. I not get that? Seeing because how John like, Cena like, like is just back after what like have freaking five years being meme? away. Have you never seen the meme where people take pictures of John Cena and it's like, oh, a great picture of me in a wall? It's because you can't. Yeah. God, never mind, ladies and gentlemen. You try, you try because I have shit to do. Yeah, explaining memes. Uh, I'm gonna have to get our producer. I'm old, uh, motherfucker. Uh, right, memes Alfredo. And me don't get along. Alfredo. You want, you, you want me to look at memes? You want me to look at memes? Give me some like, like sexy memes of like Jessica <laughs> Alba. And then we'll, basically, I want memes to become OnlyFans, but with Jessica Alba. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll well, then I'll look at memes. Oh, you know okay. what? Then I, I guess you will. I'm a our producer. And you know damn well you'd be fucking looking at those memes too. Anyway, uh, yeah, I would. The be, point well, is, the point, point is, Alfredo DiLorenzo, our uh, wonderful uh, sound technician, has told us to get back on track. <laughs> Why is our sound technician telling us what to do on the podcast? Don't worry. Don't, don't worry. About, don't worry. He's Alfredo. Italian. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't, Alf- don't, don't think too don't think too hard about it. <laughs> oh, uh, now I've been drawn into the <laughs> the fucking discriminatory spotlight. I'm so sorry, Joey. Forgive me. <laughs> Who the fuck is Joey? Joey DePale, a, a kid we went to high school with. Oh, Joey. Oh, okay. yeah, Joe. Yeah. We know him as Joe. I occasionally. Oh, yeah, but like I didn't know he was going to pop up. I didn't know his name was going to pop up on the podcast. I'm like, no, I ain't talking about Italian. Is he Italian? Like, yeah, D. Paola. Oh, dude, uh, I'm dumb. Anyways, let's move on. His dad's literally from straight up Mulberry Street, New York. <laughs> okay. He's, he's named after the 1937 Yankees infield. What a. <laughs> All right, we are getting so off topic. Okay, yeah. so um, all right, so LA Knight, LA and, Knight uh, uh, is teaming up with a John Cena at Fast. A visible John Cena. A visible John Cena. He, we can see him. <laughs> this one time, this one time, we can see him. We can see him. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Just letting you know. God damn! Anyway, the producer's telling me me and my mic when I laugh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Alfredo uh, Di Viscano. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so he signed a contract. He he saved John Cena from the uh, judgment, or judgment day, whoops, the bloodline, there, or at least Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa, because the only other member of the bloodline is absent, as always. Yeah. Um, the tribal chief didn't had, although we do know when he's coming back, uh, even though none of us care. Anyways, the point is he's finally getting a push. La Knight, um, he's getting the Cena rub <laughs> that they <laughs> gave, to, <laughs> which which sounds dirty, but it's not. Is he? Can you see him when he's given the rub? <laughs> well, if you can't see him, I'm sure you'll hear the pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll just see like a, a white John Cena. <laughs> oh, as, like, as opposed to what this uh, non-white John Cena we got? No, here, a much, a much paler, whiter John Cena. The famous <laughs> of John Cena. <laughs> Anyways, but like the point is, like he's finally getting a a proper push, and because their opponents are the bloodline, I do think that this might lead to a possible match against Roman Reigns at some point in the near future. I mean, I'm not saying necessarily like the next paper. Actually, the next paper for you is what after Fastlane is what Crown Jewel. I think it might be. I'm not 100. Right. Well, no, well, hold on. Is Crown Jewel late October? I think it's early because, November, late oh, November. And then, 10th. and then that because I know Survivor Series is end in November. Oh, yeah, so. I think because I was like, I looked, I I'd have to look it up. In fact, there there's a guy who's faster at typing than me, who I happen to be talking to right now, who could yes. probably type this up much faster than I can. Oh, it, hold on. Because uh, I type uh, like an old man who's never seen uh, the, the internet before. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Our sound producer, 
um, Alfredo uh, De Lorenzo is told is he is telling me that November twenty fifth, twenty twenty three, from the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, you will find Survivor Series. Okay, but we were looking for Crown Jewel. <laughs> he said, uh, <laughs> "Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Alfredo." <laughs> Alfredo, these guys, this guy, you know, is, <laughs> is very much oh trying to find out about uh, Crown Jewel. Uh, apparently, the show Crown Jewel will be held on November 4th from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Um, that is definitely. Uh, gonna be on the fourth of November. Okay, so um, Roman Reigns is that early November. Yeah, early November. Yeah, and I, I think that's probably why he's coming back now. Like he's coming back around the fourteenth, I believe. Actually, thirteenth. The he's supposedly gonna be on the Friday thirteenth. You know, because lucky show of uh, SmackDown. But yeah, yeah, he'll be there. He'll say some words and then uh, have a few cutaways. And things we'll, will happen. <laughs> yeah. No one cares. It's uh, no one cares about the tribal chief anymore. No, we just no. the, the only reason we're looking is like because we want him to lose the belt. But he's not. Unfortunately, he probably won't lose it to like LA Knight. But no, but that would be sick. What if? What if? Oh, Robert dude, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, I can't even say it, yeah. Like people him. would, people would go absolutely batshit insane if yeah, like, LA Knight just picked up the belt out of nowhere. I know, right? Like. Fuck the end of your story, Rhodes. Well, I mean, I do. Uh, no, I do. I think Rhodes is gonna it would take the belt off of Roman. But like, well, I do think thing, that. What is Rhodes doing right now? Like, he's he, he, he he's he's jerking off uh, Jay Uso. Yeah, but first of all, Jay Uso, Jay Uso left the bloodline only to go tag team with someone not his brother. I don't know. Hey, man, his brother and betrayed then, him. No, hold on. Kicked him Jay. in the face. He could have been tribal chief, motherfucker. All right. That's my Jay Uso face. That's your Jay Uso face. That's yeah, racist, like, sir. No, no, no. And Let's go to no. It wasn't uh, racist. I was just contorting my face like he does when he gets all mad and goes because you're because you're mad, obviously mad at Samoans. Yeah. It's not because I'm mad at Samoans. It's because I'm mad at the Jimmy Uso. No, not Jimmy J. No, it, no, Jim, Jimmy. See, Jimmy. you can't tell them apart. You see, you're well, racist, look, motherfucker. They look alike. God damn it, they oh, all look alike, shit. and you know, you fucking know it. You, well, you're, t- well, you're telling me Jimmy and Jay don't look alike. No. <laughs> Really, and, and I'm saying this even though I know for a fact that I mislabeled one of them on one of our shows. Yes, you did, you motherfucker. So anyway, so Jimmy, somebody, told, somebody literally told me, uh, "Dude, that's not Jay, that's Jimmy," and I'm like, "Oops, I'll just change that really quick so that that uh, comment doesn't make sense anymore." Yeah, let me let me uh, let me tell you real fast about Jimmy. So Jimmy left the bloodline, convinced his brother to leave the bloodline. His brother gets in big wrestle match with Roman Reigns, is about to win the title, and then uh, Jimmy kicks Jay, and his rationale is, "I didn't want power going to your head." And then promptly, so his foot going to his head is better. I mean- yeah, well, right, but then promptly, Jimmy rejoins the bloodline. <laughs> That makes literally no damn sense. So oh, Jimmy no. just basically left the bloodline, convinced his brother to leave the bloodline, and then just jump back in line with the bloodline. Like, what was all the point of that? He should have just stayed in the bloodline. Jimmy Jimmy's. may have ADD. I mean, oh, he, <laughs> oh, he has CTE. He's taking, one, he's taking one too many bumps the old noggin. No one ever accused Jimmy of being the brains of the operation. God damn it. <laughs> He's not. He's not the uh, the tribal spokesman. I forgot what Paul Heyman calls himself. The advocate. The uh, the oh, the wise man. Yeah, he's not the uh, he's not the tribal spokesman. Paul. He's Heyman. not the brightest knife in the closet. <laughs> That's what they say, right? He's not. He's not even. He's not even the lightest knob in the doorway. You know what I'm saying? Like, like let's put it this way. <laughs> If, if if Jim Uso bought a book and released it for free, it'd be overpriced. 
Oh man. Sorry, oh. I'm doing, doing Jay's dance. I'm so fucking done with this. <laughs> That's mainly because they're talking shit about Dirty Dumb. I saw Raw. I know. What's How up. dare they? How dare How they? Dare they? Um, How dare they? Yeah, but I do think they'd be good at their jobs, except for that whole Jimmy stupid, like, leave bloodline, rejoin bloodline bullshit. I doubt I feel like they're just like doing this so that like Jay can still work, but they can save the the Jay versus Jimmy match until WrestleMania. I uh, I think they did what you said maybe three months ago, they worked. Themselves. You're gonna you're gonna have to remind me. Like I don't remember three days ago. <laughs> well, you you said that um, we we're talking about the bloodline, and you said that they had worked themselves. Um, they worked themselves sort of into uh, into a corner. Like we we're talking about, was it too soon to break Jimmy and Jay up? And it's like, yeah, they kind of got themselves in a hot jam because. That storyline literally was percolating through the whole summer. Like that, that was hot as shit. And uh, they, uh, they sort of, uh, they had a, they had it at a simmer, and somebody <laughs> turned the knob up and had it at a straight boil. But in order to have this all happen at WrestleMania, they had to turn the temperature back down to like uh, less than less than low. Which means it, right, which makes it like, huh? So in essence, basically they blue balled everybody. Yeah. And now everybody's working back. Part of, up me, with, part of me is just sitting there like this this feels like something that fucking uh that Vince McMahon did. <laughs> like yeah. he just he just threw in some changes and like fucked up the whole shit. And then <laughs> now people are trying to fix it. Well, you here's the thing though. Paul Heyman said that we're in the third inning at the bottom of the third in terms of the bloodline story. Uh, bro, uh, in case you haven't noticed, because your part-time champion uh, almost never shows up, uh, we're almost done with it because... We're in the seventh inning. It's just literally the innings take forever because your guy doesn't show up. Right, because Jimmy... Jimmy can't carry the bloodline by himself. Solo's only solo works so much better when he doesn't have to be doing the cognitive when he's when he is a enforcer amongst the group, he works better than when he has to carry the the load along with Jimmy. Right? It it really should be Roman. And then you could have Roman. You really need Roman back because Roman then allows Solo to go back to his role as being enforcer, and Jimmy could be running off, spouting his mouth off, doing whatever, right? Because he knows he has backup in both his brother Solo and his cousin Roman. I mean, and then, but that's the thing because Roman's chronically absent. You're asking us to care about the bloodline knowing that everybody in the audience knows him and Jay are they're saving their match for WrestleMania. So right now we're all doing these goofy little dances while both Jimmy and Jay are going to be at the pay-per-view in tag team matches, but not with each other, right? Like that is just the dumbest bullshit. It's like, I'm going to break up the street profits and then immediately throw them both into a pay-per-view in tag matches with other people. Like, what? Then why even break them up? Uh, just look. Let's be honest here. Uh, LA Knight's going to get that rub. LA Knight and uh, John Cena are going to beat Solo Sokoa. And, and wait, Jimmy wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't throw away our next segment here because we we are going to give our predictions for Fastlane. No, but I'm just saying LA Knight and John Cena, uh, they're going to be the star of that tag match. And then um, I cannot see Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso winning the tag titles. From Stop the giving away the next fucking. Oh well, then let's get there. Let's get there. Let's all right. On. Well, we're gonna uh, move we on. All, we love, good, for, hey. good for LA Knight. I'm yeah, good for, you, LA Knight. good for you, I hope he. I hope they push him to the stars. He yeah. deserves it. Yeah, get that. Now let's on. move Cena, on, on because somebody can't fucking. Speaking of like blowing their load too early. This motherfucker right here, hey, known for that. Hey. That's why he has a bunch of kids. <laughs> hey, hey, but you got to be doing it to be doing it. You can't, <laughs> you can't blow early if you only got a sock. Hey, oh. 
I don't know. I feel like I could. Challenge accepted. Let's start with the LWO versus uh, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. I gotta Basically, tell you, this is one of the ones that I think is the most obvious. They're trying to set up the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley as a predominant force. You gotta have them beat the LWO. Here's where I'm gonna differ with you, brother. Um, I see what you're saying, and though what you're saying makes logical sense, um, this is reminiscent of uh, turning people of color against uh, people of the slightly fuck is different that? color. <laughs> You're telling me the Mexicans are going to fight the African Americans at you, the Bay You Ruby? can't hear that. <laughs> that Did is, you ask Siri something? <laughs> this is this is preposterous, man. Because look, I you know who I want. <laughs> what? You can hear that, can't you? Hear what? Wait, did I turn? Oh, should I turn on my fucking YouTube? No. I swear to God, I have like a Siri voice in my ear right now, like going off. And I'm like, what uh, the fuck is that? And no. I realized YouTube turned on. Anyways. No, I was just going to say, they gonna, they're going to have me watching Fastlane be like, I want to cheer for the LWO. But I also really like the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. But I'm scared if I don't cheer for them, people will call me the R word. <laughs> <laughs> So, but then I can't betray my own kind. So, so what am I? Don't know. Uh, Dirty uh, Don Don is half Hispanic. Yeah, half Mexican over here. So, uh, so he he has to he has to root for the home team, but 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 right. But then they gave me false pretense because I I do like the other team and they haven't built up enough heat to where I hate them. It's just more like yeah. I just. For me, it's like you're trying to build up Bobby Lashley and um, the Street Profits. You're, yeah. it, it's looking like you're trying to sow dissension between the LWO with the whole like uh, Escobar yeah, and Ray uh, fighting for I forget which title Ray has right now. Um, Ray has the intercon. Uh, intercon- the, no, no, the uh, U.S. The, uh, in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. So uh, like, the, it feels like an obvious win for the street profits probably with some tre- trickery, you know, maybe. Yeah no, no, I, yeah, no, I feel you. Um, God damn it. Um, they couldn't throw in a, a vanilla guy in there just so we could get, get an enemy. Sorry. No offense. White folk. That's racist, sir. That is racist. That's, I mean, I mean, it's against white people, so no one gives a shit. But exactly. <laughs> Let's get Johnny Gargano in there. <laughs> and I like Johnny. I like. Let's make, it, let's, let's make it a like. What is it? Uh, nine man, tr- uh, triple threat, three man tag team, whatever the fuck it's called, oh. and have the three of the whitest. Let, let's have Sheamus. Oh. That motherfucker is so uh, was so white, he's like hot stepping to Hitler's theme song. I mean, that just went off the rails right there. You, sir, went off the rails. Hot did, stepping, hot stepping to Hitler's did theme I? song. <laughs> did, you, did no, you. but uh, <laughs> so yeah, so here's god damn it, this thing is. <laughs> Already a shit show. Fuck so you. look, Street Profits well, are and Bobby Lashley are going. Yeah, I, and I and I feel bad for saying this, but if they put Imperium as a third team, I cheer for the Imperium <laughs> 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 because I I like Gunther. I think he's fucking fresh as shit, and uh, I like the he is, uh, a good, he, he is a good heel. I like the the Ludwig because uh, he walks so daintily. He reminds me of like a Russian ballet artist because he's always like doing these little spins and these little like dainty little shuffles. I find it amusing. Anywho, um, I want the LWO to win, but I think Lashley and the Prophets go over, and I think you're right about that. So. Okay. So we're both on the Prophets there. All right. Uh, next up, we, we got just, by uh, the way, disclaimer. Day versus hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. Dis- Jay Uso. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen, we're joking. We know we're joking. We're don't don't get on. We're, our not, we're not as racist as you probably think we yeah, are. Right? Probably think you are. We're just being jackass. We're just being stupid. Um, exactly. Yeah. All right. Next up. 
uh, what what I said, Judgment Day versus uh, Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. Uh, Judgment Day, hundred percent of the day, all day, every day. I, I do agree with that. I think that because uh, how can you put like, the Judgment Day is going for a breakup? Well, uh, mainly, I think it's just going to be Damian Priest that leaves, and then uh, what's the name McDonough is going to take over his spot, but. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of them are going to stay together. But, like, I do think that uh, Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso are going to lose this one. Yes. Uh, because. No, but I could see them winning, but through uh, the count out or disqualification, I don't see them taking the titles off them. Yeah. And if, yeah a judgment day, if they win, it's going to cheat. If, if the breakup's going to have more to do with the. Uh, the senior money in the bank, uh, uh, like suitcase, then like uh, their tag team titles, probably. That's right. what I, but well, but, but look, why would you put the belt on Rhodes and Uso? Think about well, it. Hold on, hold on. why would you that put would the make sense is if you're trying to like save Cody, like uh, have, have have just give him something to do until like it's time to fight Rhodes. That's oh, oh, you know what? They also have that little side storyline where, um, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Owens doesn't like uh, Jey Uso. So maybe, just maybe, uh, Rhodes and Uso win the tag team titles and then they go up against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and then drop Shit. Back back. You're making this more difficult now. <laughs> yeah, I know. But look, that. Uh, I agree with you fundamentally. I think Rhodes is like super unstoppable. So, so he's going to go over in every single match he's in. It seems like mm-hmm. I just can never cheer against Judgment Day or predict against them. I'm, I roll with the Judgment Day. So here's the thing: I think Judgment Day is going to win, but I'm going to pick Cody Rhodes and Uso just so we actually because I think we're going to be a, like Align agreeing on, on most of these. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm just gonna do it just to be contrarian, and yeah, that's like, fine. So, so one of us can win. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, no, I feel um, women's championship: Elos, uh, Eo Sky, Oscar uh, versus Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. I think Elo Sky, Eo Sky is gonna keep it basically either that or Charlotte Flair is gonna give it because get it because WWE cannot stop putting it on this woman for no reason whatsoever. So. As much as I want to disagree with you, I was about to say I want it to be EO Sky or Asuka. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to take EO Sky. I'm also going to say uh, I'm really got this like you. I have just have this feeling Charlotte Flair is going to get the title, but I want EO Sky to retain. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm or at EO least Asuka. Fuck. Anyone uh, yeah, dude, Charlotte. At this point, I, I'm going to. I, I, I'm going to pick Eosky and I'm going to shit a fucking brick out of anger if fucking Charlotte Flair wins it because there's no fucking reason for it. She's won that shit like so. She's about even... to, listen, the only reason you need to give her more title wins is to eventually break uh, Ric Flair's uh, record, but you don't need to do that all the time. She doesn't need to beat it by fucking 50 fucking title rights. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and she by has the plenty way. of time left. Yeah, and by the way, Charlotte, you, Charlotte's so good, she doesn't even have to be wrestling for the title. So you could put her in programs with other wrestlers. And even if she wins, she can help give the rub, I guess, to say, to other wrestlers. Uh, she doesn't even need the title. Um, she's yeah, that and over. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I haven't been thrilled with like the way they've treated EO with the belt. I want her. I want him to book her much stronger, you know? Yeah, no, I completely I, I agree. Because I really do, I, I really like her as a, and I, I also think that like very soon you might see oh, uh, oh what's her name, uh, Santa, Oscar's uh, old teammate. Ooh, Oscar's old teammate. Yeah, the uh, she's part of the Kombuki Warriors. Oh, uh, I forget. Uh, uh, well, anyway, the point is she's coming back in, yeah. in the near future. It's Santa something, or it, yeah. her last name Santa. I don't, I, I, I've completely forgotten her name, and I'm very sorry to that woman. Yes. But she's been gone for a while, so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, but I agree with you there. Yeah, so... What's um, our next match? Next match, we got... Uh, 
Seth freaking Rollins versus Ishinsuke Nakamura. I'm sorry. Uh, Seth is going to win this. There's yes. no reason to put it on Shinsuke. I don't even know why this feud is going on. No, I like it, though, because you oh, know I what? I like it. I like you know it, what? but there's you know no reason even to cool. put it on Shinsuke. You, you know it's even cooler about Shinsuke? I love how they're having him speak in Japanese because um, – it adds because you a can't level. understand a word it, he says when he's it, it, <laughs> true. No, but that adds a level of like a level to it because it makes it even more like oh, because because we're not native speakers and we have to rely on the subtitles, right? He's able to deliver the promo with a lot of his promos just look even better when he's speaking his native mm-hmm. tongue, and it feels like a big match fight because. You know, when you see these big matches in boxing or MMA, there's no guarantee both fighters are from the States. So some guys speak English with kind of a really heavy accent. Some guys refuse to speak English. And other guys sound like you and me in terms of their English. So, um, yeah, like, because here's the thing. It gives it a very worldly feel. I like how they allow them to speak in their native tongue. They just, they're, they're more comfortable. Like when, when, when they try to speak, uh, in English, like, even though they might not be that proficient in it, it just comes out as like, uh, forced and you don't want that when, especially in, I mean, you, yeah, it's bad in like uh, boxing matches and all that kind of stuff. But in a yeah. in a sport where it's technically half entertainment, it's it's twice as bad because entertainment is a major part of what the people go to yeah, see. And it allows and and it gives at least to the American sensibilities. You know, it gives the average fan here like it puts some ooh, some ah, uh, Shinsuke. I think they they've worked this very well. I I didn't. I don't think the feud was. I'm so glad it's going to second pay per view because I thought I thought it was kind of out of the blue uh, for the month that they feuded and then culminating in their uh, title match uh, last month. Um, but now it feels like a fully fleshed story because they're going to basically, in essence, they're giving this eight weeks, which is two months and two pay-per-view matches. I think this is, I think it's being set up really nicely. I love how, um, I love how the vignettes are. I love how right now Shinsuke is just one step ahead of Seth Rollins and he continues to needle Seth Rollins. Like you're hurt. I know where you're hurt. You know, and he keeps bringing the family up, even though Seth has beat him up every time he has. It, it's, it, I like it. I find it intriguing. Now, I will say this. I'm with you, Seth freaking Rollins, but I say Damian Cash is in. Ooh. And then I'm calling it right now. Damian's cashing in, and he's winning that world title. And that's why he either leaves the Judgment Day or he puts that group into a new stratosphere. And the reason I think this Damien's cashing in is because it's a last man standing, which means there's no way whoever wins isn't going to already be battered to hell, right? Mm -hmm. And you can also get both Seth Rollins over and have Shinsuke prophecy of putting Seth Rollins on the shelf come to fruition because Damien Priest could win. Seth Rollins could get a nice little vacation, take a couple weeks go back to his home, be with his daughter, hang out, take a couple weeks off, and then you could play it off like Shinsuke really did hurt him in the last man standing match and then have Seth Rollins, you know, make the triumphant return, maybe Survivor Series, or if you really want to be super fresh, have him return at the Rumble. And then who he picks to go against is Damian Priest, setting up Priest Rollins at Mania. That would be pretty tight. I don't know. No, I yeah. just spitball here. Yeah, yeah that 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 would be good. Uh, although I do think I'll I also think if Damian Priest does try to like cash in, like uh, what if like like oh, what's his name? Um, like McDonough tries to help him. And maybe he gets him like disqualify or something. Because I do think that at some point, uh, you, you got to give uh, like Priest a reason to leave the Judgment Day. Right. Like the only two reasons would be one, Finn gets jealous of him having the belt. 
Right. And like that causes to break. Or if like, uh, like somebody screws him out of the, like winning the uh, championship when he catches yeah. in, those are the two that I could see that would have Damian Priest leaving the judgment day. And yeah. I mean, I hope he actually like uh, succeeds in winning it when he does cash in. Cause I really like Damian Priest. I like uh, his character arc. I like uh, the fact that they had him win the uh, Money in the Bank. I like the I, I like his work so far. So let's exactly, uh, dude. His his match against Bad Money was a like fucking career maker. Yeah, that was incredible. Uh, yeah, and and I'm just spitballing here, but then you, I mean, I like Fastlane's not that big of a pay per view. Like you could have Damian Cash in Crown Jewel, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania if you want it big. Um, but 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 hear me out. Don't sleep on, you know, just because Fastlane's not a big name, the story sets itself up, you know. And and I because I was thinking about that. I'm not saying they will do it. Obviously, I have no fucking idea what they're going to do. I'm just spitballing here. You could really satisfy three birds with one action, right? Seth Rollins can go over, defend the honor of his family because that's what Shinsuke has been cutting down, right? And definitively make sure he's defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura could be proven to be even more of a dastardly heel because he is right. Seth Rollins is not leaving Fastlane without uh, getting hurt. And uh, even though he doesn't win the title, Damian Priest comes in and just picks the carcass clean. Right, so yeah, now, maybe. now, now you have more heat on Shinsuke. Rollins takes a little break because you really want to sell the fact that you know he could potentially be badly hurt. I mean, they had that whole interview segment yesterday with Michael Cole where he tried to talk him out of the last man saying match. There were a lot of people saying that he threw in, like the last couple of weeks. Uh, Seth has been throwing in like CM Punk references. Yeah. I've heard know. that. Like, uh, and I, I heard the references, and I'm like, they're kind of obscure. But I mean, think about this: what if uh, Damian Priest like cashes in at a Survivor Series, and then you have uh, CM Punk come in and save Seth Rollins, but then it also attack him because it's 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 his city that he, if he's going to come back, that's probably when he's going to come back. Mm. Um, Either that or like, because uh, I, from what I've heard, like uh, Seth really wants to have a uh, feud with CM Punk, and we'll, we'll and see about at that. Least, at least Shawn Michaels all for like uh, bringing in CM Punk. He's he's come Shawn's out, right. but Sean don't make we'll the rules. Sean don't make the decisions, but he he's all for yeah. it. And he, the person who is much more prone to making the decisions, mm-hmm. uh, like he has his ear. So yeah, you know. I can see that. Anyway, let, let's move let's on. Fin- let's, let's finish let's, this up. Yeah, John Cena and LA Knight versus the Bloodline. John, John Cena and LA Knight are going to win. There's yeah. no reason to have the Bloodline win this. Exactly, hundred percent. I mean, you're not going to have like your uh, one of the biggest names you've had in a long time. And yeah. one of the biggest upcomers, like, lose to the bloodline. Well, yeah. Quite frankly, the two most insignificant members of the bloodline. <laughs> Let's face facts, at least yeah. right now. Um, yeah. And for, I mean, there's just no reason this is going to set up, like, more matches between L.A. Knight and the bloodline once Cena goes back to Hollywood. And I, I just think uh, I'm really uh, – I think that this is this is the most obvious like one to pick for the whole like uh the whole pay per view or PLE whatever you want to call it yeah but it still gets me excited because we're finally getting that LA night push and yeah that that has me really excited because I I'm a huge LA night fan yeah and to all the haters who want to say oh he's just biting off of people in the uh, from like the past. Yeah, every fucking wrestler takes a little bit from other wrestlers. Yeah, every fucking wrestler like uh, tries to make it their own. Don't get mad at him because he figured out how to do it. Exactly. The first person I ever saw who bleached their beard a different color than what uh, their normal hair color is uh, was superstar Billy Graham, and then Hulk Hogan came by and took that exact same look and just made it a 
you know, altered it a little so it fit him and went on to be Hollywood Hulk Hogan. So, I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. I mean, like, and there's there's just so much. People people take from other, like, wrestlers. Stop uh, stop crying about it, fucking uh, Kevin Nash. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Nash, you could powerbomb my co-host anytime, anyway. Kevin Nash could kill me, but I don't care. He may be he may be a hundred and two. He could still kill me, but still, who cares if he's like fucking like biting a little bit off of like the Rock or Stone Cold or whatever? He's he's over. There's no reason for WWE not to push him. Period. Yeah, no, I feel like, like if a guy's over, whether he got over organically or not, who the fuck cares? The fact is, he's over. Fucking push his ass. Agreed. Anyway, but not but not the same way that Dominic pushed the referee or kicked the referee or whatever. Not anyway. that way, no. All right. Well, thanks for watching, guys. I'm Don Mystic. I'm here with Dirty Don Don, who will be something ne- new next week. Yeah. Um, and by the way, ladies and gents, watch NXT tonight or record it. Watch the highlights on YouTube. Dirty Dominic will win his title back. <laughs> All right. Peace out, guys. Deuces.